All right, welcome back. Don't forget that you could also text the word Tulsa right now to our neuropathy treatment clinic of Oklahoma text line 918-262-5072. That's 918-262-5072 for a chance to win tickets to see Tulsa host Wichita State at the Reynolds Center coming up on January 31st at 6. Again, TU and Wichita State, Tulsa to 918-262-5072 as we get set to uh, inch closer towards the end of our little program that we have here for you on a Tuesday on the Blitz 1170. Okay, we just finished up the conversation with uh, John Holcomb. I was looking earlier um, in a question that I posed about just what we witnessed with the Philadelphia Eagles driving off the cliff like Toonses and the bottom falling out. And I'm trying, like, so I just basically put in the worst collapses in sports history, okay? So here are a few of the examples. And I think this is a little bit different than what we're we're thinking of. Uh, Even though it's a multiple-game stretch here with the Eagles, still 10-1 and to finish out the season the way that they did, uh, here are some examples of the biggest sports collapses. Um, number one, do you want to take any guess on what that is? It's pretty, uh, it's pretty common. It's the 92 AFC wildcard game with the Houston Oilers. That's a little different, though, like a one-game scenario yeah, compared yeah, to games. But how about the 2004 AL Championship Series with the Yankees winning the first three games? 19 to 8 and then Boston comes back to win the series now again a little bit different because it's not like all of a sudden the Yankees just lost four games in a row by like 10 runs a game right like you're right the fall for the Eagles has gone from being arguably the best team in the NFL to getting just run over by opponents to close the season Maybe I should have Googled regular season collapse <laughs> to see if something comes up better because a lot of the answers are the same. Um, like, Boston Red Sox in the 2011 AL playoff race. Golden uh, State blowing the 3-1, Golden right? State. The Rangers in 11, sorry. Uh, Greg Norman Ouch. at the 96 Masters. John Vandeveld, right, with what, with what he did. Uh, the, right. Sorry, Scott, the 03 NL Championship Series with the Cubs. Uh, the Knicks in the Eastern Conference semifinals in 95, and on and on and on. Cardinals in the World Series in 68. Chiefs in the 2013 AFC wildcard game. Um, but, yeah, they're not quite to the level that I was thinking of when you think of, of collapses for a team like Philadelphia had. Imagine like the PGA Tour and you have like the number one player in the world that's, you know, winning tournaments and and routinely finishing top five, top ten on the leaderboard. And then at a certain point in the season, he just quits making cuts the rest of the way. Right. Uh huh. Like that's that to me would be like the equivalent of this, like to go from the very high to like they're not just losing. This is crazy. Like we didn't even think this was possible. And it's not just the fact that they're losing who they who they lost to? I mean, yeah, I, yeah. They, the, the Giants. They're getting run over by bad teams. The Cardinals beat them. Uh, I I know that in some of these losses, like the Niners, 
and then the Cowboys, and then Seattle, who was was so close to making the playoffs. But you know, the Cardinals beat them, the Giants beat them, and now the Buccaneers beat them thirty-two to nine. Yeah, I, I put this that I put that in one of the strangest close, uh, strangest closes to a season that we've that we've had in a while. Can't think of another one like this that has completely fallen off of the radar. Yeah, it's it's so weird, and I look, I agree. Like I can't think of another season with a team that was, you know, among the the short list of favorites to win it all, look like they're in position to possibly do that, and for it to go as far south as this went. Yeah. Nuts. Uh, there is one other thing here that I saw. I I swear, dude, I'm not trying to pile on. I'm not. I'm not. But this was a uh, a stat that I saw that basically if you were to take all four major sports – and go back over the last 25 years. The Cowboys are the only franchise over the last 25 years to have a top 10 regular season winning percentage and never reach a conference championship game. They're all uh, they are one of only three teams in that group to not make their league finals. Uh, I the only thing that is the norm when it comes to a stat like that is is Jerry Jones. <laughs> yeah. Like everything else yeah. is is pretty much on on par, the constant in all of that is is Jerry. And I, I just don't see anything changing. And I'm a little bit surprised that maybe I shouldn't be surprised that there hasn't been a move made yet. I mean, Jerry pretty much said, hey, we're going to take a few days and kind of you know take all of this in-house and get out of our feels before we make a decision like this. I will say this, though, is that one thing that you know from being a fan – it's not like Jerry likes making these moves. Jerry's been pretty loyal to his guys that have been head coaches. Maybe sometimes to a fault, Jason Garrett. So maybe maybe there's not a move that'll be made at all. And that he'll continue on with Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I'm going to have a real hard time uh, cheering on the Cowboys next year if that's the case. I'm just, just letting you know. Uh, <laughs> I might have to like take a like an absentee season as a fan. Okay. And, uh, you know, d- maybe uh, revisit after the season's over how I feel going forward. But, yeah, I mean, I, I Jerry doesn't like making changes because Jerry doesn't like to admit that he, he was wrong in the first place, right? That's a big part of I, it. I think it's a giant part of it is, is by making the coaching change, you're admitting that you hired the wrong guy. And I don't think he wants to do that. He's also getting so up there in age. Like, he just looks worse every year, right? That you have to think, if he ever wants to see this team win, at some point he's got to do things even slightly different. Even if it's not completely changing things, you would think that maybe the the grip on the reins loosens enough to where maybe he could say, you know what, maybe I did make a bad hire here. And I've, I've got to go find the right type of guy. Not even just a new coach, but the right type of guy. But who knows, man? It's, it's the great question with the Dallas Cowboys that will always exist as long as he's in control. And, yeah, I mean, there's, there's just been a, a lack of, obviously, postseason success. But, I mean, regardless of the postseason success, 
like who cares if you get to the championship a bunch of times and lose it right like that to me is also kind of irrelevant like everybody you want to win you want to win it all and you know you can't you can't even get to that point if you're not at least having some sort of playoff success but uh yeah the the lack of of even any sort of of uh showing up this week was was an all-time low indeed it was and now we sit and wait to find out if there's going to be some type of movement and uh, also whether or not that Nick Sirianni gets let go in Philadelphia. Remember, Philly... I'm kind of torn on that, by the way. Philly let go of their Super Bowl winning coach two years after they won the championship. Yeah. I really despise Sirianni's face, as we've talked about. It's been well documented here on the show. <laughs> uh, that said, I'm also somewhat fearful that, you know, maybe they were to bring in like a Vrabel or a Belichick and with as much talent as there is on that roster, it completely turns around immediately. So I'm kind of torn on, on what I want to see happen there. Yeah. You, you like to see dysfunction continue right. moving forward yeah. with some of your favorite teams. Yeah. Completely understand that for sure. All right. Uh, 547. Let's take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll wrap things up next here on the Blitz 1170, and we're streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app.